0: Welcome back to Ode of The Prospect with Dominic Buccini. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns season so far. Who's at fault? We're going to talk about the Redskins, how to fix that team. It's going to take a lot of work. We're going to talk about that. The future for Kirk Cousins. He had a big game against the Eagles. We're going to discuss if he's going to be there next year, if there could be a replacement. We're going to discuss the first three picks of the 2020 draft. Who I think is going to end up ending the first, second, and third spot. Potential wide receivers on the move. The top five college football in need of a quarterback for next season. So if we start with the Cleveland Browns, I know it's easy to bl- put all the blame on Baker Mayfield, 11 interceptions. And I'm going to say, I think he accounts for 60% of the blame right now, a little more than half. He's been inconsistent, his red zone play has been terrible. Just too many interceptions, too many mistakes. But on the flip side, his offensive line got worse. They traded away uh, their guard. They have no offensive tackles. He's getting hammered. He's literally back injury last game, been banged up almost every game. So I'm not going to give him the full blame. I'm still going to give him a lot because he's been playing horrible. I'm going to give some of the blame to the offensive line. But I'm sorry, Freddie Kitchens, the new coach I don't I personally I don't think he was ever ready to take over as a head coach that quickly. His play calling has been awful. I think he needs to hand it off to someone else let someone else start play- play calling the offense because he really hasn't been doing good at it if they continue to struggle I could see him getting fired at the end of the year i'm I'm gonna be honest with you especially he was kept to help Baker in his development. Baker's got 11 interceptions. If if he has a lot of interceptions in the, the year, he's going to be canned kitchen. So I'll, That's all I'm going to say. And then there was there was rumors that they might be looking to trade OBJ, but then the GM said no. I don't agree with trading him. He's a great wide receiver, makes great plays. I think instead when you get better play calling and better play from Baker Mayfield and f- better play calling from Freddie Kitchens, that you're gonna see an improvement. OBJ did have a hundred receiving yards last week, but I think Jarvis and OBJ, once you get the consistent play from QB and the consistent play calling, I think they're gonna they're gonna be better. I think it's gonna balance out the run game because Nick Chubb has been carrying that team. He's he's had some great games. He's been carrying that team. Once they can uh balance out the offense. I think they're going to be playing better necessarily. I, I don't want to say this. I think they could still make the playoffs. They're not going to go far, even if they do. I think they're going to have to start looking, looking for offensive line help. If they want to make a, make a push to the playoffs, they might have to trade for a tackle. Maybe Trent trade for Trent Williams. Who's been sitting out, wants a new contract with the Redskins. They're not giving it to him. Maybe you look to trade for him. Who knows, maybe you maybe you look to trade just for a mid tier uh, offensive tackle, mid tier offensive guard just to just to get a little help for the year. Don't give up too much. But it's been very disappointing for the Cleveland Browns. I know. People are already saying Baker's a bust. I wouldn't call him a bust yet. You still gotta it's been it's only been been a not even a year and a half. You gotta give him more time. Hopefully he develops into you who you want to be. Cause if not, everyone's gonna look look at it and say Sam Darnold was there. You could have taken him at one. Never did, but who knows? I still I have a lot of hope for Baker and the Browns. I think they can pick it up, make a push to the playoffs. We'll have to see how that goes. Then you have the Redskins. Oh my god, they're even worse. They fired Jake Gruden recently. They did pick up their first one against the Dolphins, not saying much. But that team's never gonna be good. They may oh they might make the playoffs once, but they're never gonna be good unless they get new front office help. Bruce Allen, the GM and president, he's been around, he's been making moves, he got Josh Norman. I'm sorry. He just he's gotta go. He's gotta be the first one out of the front office. You gotta you gotta fix that. You gotta get him out, you gotta bring in a great GM. Like, like a guy on the level of John Dorsey. He, he's a great GM. He comes in, he builds you winning teams. That's what they need. They need a GM that will come in and build a winning team. Secondly, I am I hate to say this because I was a big fan of him back in the day. Josh Norman, he's just not the same. Josh Norman has been going up against some of the top receivers and has just been getting bullied this year. It's time for them to cut him move on, bring in some, some more youth into that secondary. I think they got a decent secondary. Once you bring in more youth, I think they'll be better. Third, got to replace Trent Williams. I'm sorry. He's been sitting out. He wants a new contract. You've been telling him he's not getting a new contract. I think the damage has been done. You've got to move on from him. That's why I say trading him. That's why I said, oh, maybe the Browns could trade for him. At some point, you've got to trade away Trent Williams, I know. But that offensive line does need more help. So you could, you could draft or sign another free agent. Cheaper money, because Trent Williams is going gonna, is gonna to be big bucks. So, and you can get a decent haul of draft picks for him. That's what you really want. But all they have, then you look at, you need to bring in another head coach that is offensive-minded, can help the team help the development of Dwayne Haskins played one game, 3 interceptions. I know it's one game, but he didn't look good at all. They're they're letting him sit out learn under Case Keenum and Colt McCoy behind them. I think it's they could need to bring in an offensive minded guy, maybe Kansas City's uh, offensive coordinator, who knows. They need they need someone to help Dwayne Haskins. But also, they only have Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver who's a rookie. They really only have him as a true weapon on that on that offense. They need to bring in another receiving weapon, whether it's through a trade, through signing, through drafting another player. Terry McLaren, a great draft pick. They didn't get him in the first round, they got him in mid-round. Looks great. But they need to add another weapon. And then they need a. I know this isn't really a need for them, but they need to establish a true number one running back. Darius Geist's been injured. He went on IR again. He'll come off of it, but who knows if he'll ever be healthy. They, need, they have Chris Thompson, a receiving back. they got 8P. He's older. They really haven't been getting that great of production. Granted, the offensive line's not the best, but they need to find a true number one running back, whether that's Geist once he's healthy because you never know. Look at Dalvin Cook, for example. People were doubting him, saying, "Oh, he may never be a true number one. He's been injured too much, too injury prone." But I think, I think guys could come back and be healthy. But you got to look for that number one. So, if you follow those steps, you're going to be good. But it starts with re- fixing the front office, firing GM and President Bruce Allen. That's the first step. If if you do. You could replace Josh Norman, bring in some more youth. But overall, it's never going to fix the issue of the terrible front office. I'm just like, I'm so mad. Bruce Allen, he he should have been fired a while ago, never has. It wasn't really Jay Gruden's fault. They're, they were all banged up. He was trying his hardest. But you just can't do it when you have no front office help. When the front office is against you, you can't do it. And then let's let's talk about what well, we're on the we were talking about wide receiver form, Let's uh talk about potential wide receivers on the move. First one, Stephon Diggs. He looked good against the Eagles. Had a couple of receiving touchdowns. He had over a hundred yards. He he looked happy there again. He looked happy. He was finally getting the play calls he needed. They weren't gonna trade him. They knew that. They knew they weren't gonna trade him. They got him they made the offense more around him, too, because I think that's what they needed to do to please him. Kirk Cousins looked good. Granted, it was against the Eagles secondary. So I don't think Sean Diggs will be on the move this year. I think even if he was, it would have been for a first-round pick. I don't know if any teams would have given that up. They might have only tried giving up a second. Secondly, you look for A.J. Green. He's banged up. He's, he's going to be coming off the IR. But as a team... Is the team really going to give up a whole lot for him? Bengals said they weren't going to trade him, but I've I've heard rumors they were looking for a first round pick for AJ Green. If I was a GM and I gave up a first round pick, I hope I would be fired. He does; he's not worthy of a first round pick. Off, after all the injuries, there there's a lot you have to do to get back. He may not be even be healthy, like fully participating till like week thirteen, week fourteen. Who knows? that That's not good. That's not worth a four, fourth-round pick. Emmanuel Sanders, he left the game last week for the Broncos, injured, didn't return. But he's still, uh, my guess, he'll be one of the receivers that's going to actually be traded. Because I, I think yeah, maybe they'll get a third-round pick for him. Maybe a team wants him so bad they give up a second. Who knows? A team's going to give up something for Emmanuel Sanders. He, he's... He's not a top-tier elite receiver. He's a good receiver. He'll really help your team out. He's going to provide uh, catches. Uh, he'll take away some of the greater uh, cornerbacks uh, for your other receivers, help them get receptions. I think a potential landing spot for Emmanuel Sanders, if you want to uh, watch out, would be either the Eagles or the Patriots. Patriots really are looking for a receiver before the trade deadline. I know the Eagles want one, but they're not going to push as hard because they they got more depth than the Patriots do. I would look for the Patriots to to possibly trade for Sanders. Then you have Nelson Aguilar from the Eagles. Apparently, they want to. The Eagles want to move on from him. He's been inconsistent. Sometimes he's been great. Other times he drops the ball. It's too inconsistent. I think Eagles could Eagles could trade him. They wouldn't. They wouldn't get much for him, but they move on from his contract. He's going to be a free agent soon. Move on from him. I I don't know if a team would want to trade for him. Just all those catches, all those catches, drops, drops, drops. You could have so many more catches if you didn't drop the ball so much. And then we'll, we're on the on the topic of trades, I'm going to throw in a tight end. I know we're talking receivers. I'm going to throw in OJ Howard. OJ Howard. Hasn't been having the greatest season he would hope for. Doesn't have too too many receptions. I think, I think they could look to trade him. Who knows? I think they still want him, but I've heard rumbling. Oh, he could be traded before the deadline. He may get kept. I don't know. Patriots could look for him. They they got, they just signed Benjamin Watson back. They're in dire need of tight end help. You hear me talking about the Patriots so much. Yeah, they need receiver and tight end help. If you told me that right when they had AB, I would have laughed in your face. I'm like, wow, they're they're staff Now they're not anymore. Patriots got Nikhil Harry coming off of the IR week nine, but who knows how he's going to do. He's a rookie. He hasn't gotten many snaps against number one cornerbacks, first team cornerbacks. So it's going to be an adjusting period for him. I think they still trade for at least a tight end or a wide receiver, even if it's not one of these players, even if it's like a mid-layer tear player. I don't know. they got to trade for someone. And then this past week, Kirk Cousins did great. He looked very good. But still, he's he's not the best quarterback for him. I think, personally, this is his second-to-last-year for his contract. He's got one more year. Fully guaranteed next year. Personally, I would eat his year and cut him. I just eat that. I'm sorry. I don't think he's the future of the Vikings. I think the future of the Vikings is either a young rookie or hear me out here. You bring back Teddy Bridgewater who was on the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater looking great for the Saints right now. Drew breathes out they signed him. They they had to make some enough room for cap money so they could bring him back as a backup. Because they, they view him as a potential potential starter for him one day, once uh Drew Brees is done. But Teddy Bridgewater's gonna be a free agent next year. I think he's gonna land on at least one team as a starter. Who knows? Maybe it could be Buccaneers, maybe Titans, or I think the Vikings. He looked great for the Vikings. His first couple years until the injury, I think it's time to. That's with the Vikings, Teddy Bridgewater. You bring him back, he's gonna get your team going. He's gonna be the he's gonna be the quarterback of the future for you. I think it's time to bring back Teddy Bridgewater. Kirk, what's well, if Kirk Cousins cut, what's next for him? I'll tell you this: he'll be a starter in the league. You don't think you will? He had. He had those numbers from the Eagles, over 300 yards, four touchdowns. A team's going to want that. Whether it's, like I said, the Buccaneers, Titans, maybe Raiders, even though they have Derek Carr, could they move him? Bengals. Rams? Jared Goff. Under 100 yards last week? Come on, he's terrible. He's a fluke. Panthers, could Cam Newton retire? Colts, could Jacoby Brissett not be the answer? Who knows? But I think Kirk Cousins will always have a starting job until he retires. I think he's good enough to be a starter. I just don't think he fits what the Vikings are doing. Vikings have been running the ball with Dalvin Cook so much. That's why Stefan Diggs was getting so fed up. They couldn't throw the deep ball. They could only throw short routes or run the ball. It was so inconsistent. They finally got the deep ball going against the Eagles. They look good. If Kirk Cousins keeps this up, I will retract that... He- Eat his uh, last year of the contract and move on. I will say they need to keep him, but for now they gotta move on from him. Then we let's uh, transition to teams in need of quarterback. Since I'm on the uh, talking about it, Titans Marcus Mariota second round pick. I'm sorry, not second round pick, second overall pick. He just looked. He looks horrible. I'm sorry. He's get. He'll be. He'll be a backup in this league because. He's good enough. He doesn't turn over the ball a whole lot, except for his last game where he threw two interceptions first two, uh first two interceptions of the season. But he had like under 100 yards. They benched him for Tannehill. He just, I'm sorry, he just can't make the big throws that you need. Titans need a quarterback that can make deep throws to A.J. Brown, Corey Davis. They brought in mind all these wide receivers and weapons specifically to help Marcus Mariota. to so see. Oh, maybe if we provide him with some weapons, he'll be better because beginning of his career he didn't have any weapons. He didn't he had zero. Zero weapons. Now he does and he still looks bad. Buccaneers. Man, I thought we saw old Jameis for a couple couple weeks ago. He he looked so good. I thought maybe maybe Bruce Arians finally unlocked his Winston's true inner QB, maybe he's going to be good finally, and then you travel to London against the Panthers you throw five interceptions, five that's horrible I'm sorry but Jameis Winston, first overall pick, same year as Marcus Mariota, both quarterbacks come in the league, one and two they might both be out of the league same year Jameis, I'm sorry, but you're done. You might not even be a backup. That's I hate to say that, but I don't even know if you're backup worthy. You you throw too many interceptions. It's just disappointing to see Mariota and Winston both terrible. It's, it's just awful to see. Buccaneers, I think they could go with Teddy Bridgewater signing QB. Don't have to do development. I, I don't know if Bruce Arians wants to go through devel- developing another quarterback. I think bring in Teddy Bridgewater. Learns the offense. He'll be ready to go. Or you, you, if you finish bad enough, you might be able to land a Herbert or Burrow. It depends who you view as worthy of, as a pick or if you view on signing a quarterback more. Then you have the Bengals. Andy Dalton is the biggest fraud in this league made over sixteen million. What has he done? He's awful. There was literally one game where he had two completions before the first half. I know you don't have a j Green, but that's awful. You have other weapons. You have Tyler Boyd. You had John Ross before he before he got injured. He was there for that game. you're just you're just a fraud. It's time to move on from Andy Dalton. It's time to say goodbye. Time to get a youth movement. You're going to you're going to be in a good position. They haven't even won a game yet. They're going to be in a good position to either land Tua or Hurts. Not uh, or or cuz I I say Hurts here because they could trade down and get him. I think he fits their offense very good. They got a poor offensive line. So you need a QB that can move out of the pocket but realistically they're going to have a top 3 pick could be even number 1 so it's going to be Tua they could trade down for Hurts cuz i think they fit their he fits their offense the best or if they have like the third pick they can get Justin Herbert it's going to be those three i don't think it's Joe Burrow cuz they'd ha- they move down again but he's he's not really that much of a mover in the pocket runner so that offensive line really needs a mover in the pocket Dolphins. Come on. We saw we've seen them. They're, what their front office did was trade away all their stars except Xavier Howard and obviously their rushy, rookie Christian William Wilkins in order to tank. They're tanking for Tua. They're tanking for Tua. Simple as that. They want Tua, uh, but the Bengals going to be going to be right on their heels to try to get them. So it's going, to be, it's going to be interesting to see if the Bengals or the Dolphins end up with the first overall pick. If the Dolphins don't, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Could they trade down to take another quarterback in the later, later pick? Could they wait on the later pick? Maybe take a Chase Young defensive end? It's going to be very interesting. Or could they go Justin Herbert? They could do so much with their first draft pick because they have two more. They could. They're definitely going to probably have two top t- top twelve picks because they also have the Steelers who they they did beat the Chargers barely, but they're going to struggle I think down the road. So it's going to be a top twelve pick. So what the Dolphins could do is if they if they land like the second pick because the Bengals have the first, they could take Justin Herbert too, or they could take Chase Young or Jerry Judy. Anyone with their second pick. And then wait, maybe they have like the seventh pick from the Steelers, and they could take a quarterback at that one. Who knows? It's going to be interesting to see what they do. All I know is Josh Rosen got benched last game in favor of Brian Fitzpatrick. If you get benched for Fitzpatrick, that means you're not going to make it. I'm sorry. If you get benched for Fitzpatrick, who's not the best, he's a good backup, you're not going to make it. Simple as that, they're going to move on from you. I'm sorry Josh Rosen i I personally was never high on you in the draft, but to see this, he, he's done they're going to take another quarterback at some point. let's talk we already talked about the Vikings. I think I personally, if I were the Vikings would move on from uh Kirk Cousins, but it'd be interesting to see Rams. I put a question mark next to the Rams because oh they got Jared Goff. There's no way they do that. Yes way, yes way they could. Jared Goff, young, promising, great great year last year. But now now is the time to see if you could trade him for great capital. Could you trade Jared Goff to a team for a first round pick? If you could, would you do it? because then you could maybe sign a quarterback that you want. Maybe you could draft a quarterback you want. Who knows? Jared Goff had under 100 yards last game. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I don't think he's a quarterback of the future. Look at all the weapons that the Rams have. Daryl Henderson. Todd Gurley. I know with the knee injury he's not the same, but still he's great. Who else? Uh, Robert Woods. Brandon Cooks. It's just it's just mind-boggling at all the weapons. Cooper Cup, all these weapons. They got a good offensive line. They got a decent offensive line. And you can't do anything with it. That's just sad. Panthers, question mark? Who knows? Panthers got Kyle Allen. Could Cam Newton retire at the end of the year with all his injuries? Could he stay? I heard teams are calling to see if if Cam Newton's available for a trade. Could the Panthers want to do that? Could they think Kyle Allen's the future? Could they want to take another quarterback and develop him? Try to get something out of him? <coughs> Who knows? Panthers could go a lot of different ways. They could sign a player, stay with Kyle Allen. They drafted Will Greer. Will Greer, some some people had in the first round. They thought he was great. Could he develop into a star? Who knows? A lot of things Panthers can do before the end of the year or during the offseason. Last but not least, the Raiders question mark. Derek Carr, love him, big fan of him. He's just not an elite quarterback. I hate to say it. He's a good quarterback. I think he'll, if for some reason the Raiders ever tried trading him or moved on from him, I think he would be signed as a starter elsewhere. I think he's good enough to be a starter. It's just, what what does Gruden want to do? Like, does he want to stick with Carr? Or does he want to bring in a youth quarterback? His new team, does he want to go with a new quarterback? Maybe Justin Herbert. I heard he was high on Herbert. But I don't think they're going to finish bad enough to get Herbert unless they trade up for him. I don't think they're going to be willing to do that. They still have so many holes they got a couple first-round picks. I think instead they target other positions. But it's going to be interesting to see what the Raiders will do. I think it would, through draft, I don't think they would sign another quarterback. It would only be through the draft, so it's going to be interesting to see, leading up to the draft, what they do. Then you've got to talk about the first three picks of the draft. Personally, what I, how I think it's going to play out, I'm looking at the schedules right now for the Dolphins. Let's see. So if you look at the Dolphins' schedule, they get the Bills coming up. Steelers, Jets, Colts, Bills, Browns. Still got a lot lot of games to go. I don't see the Dolphins winning any of these games. Maybe against the Steelers, but... There's, I don't think there's any way. Then you look at the Bengals. Let's check out the Bengals. They got Jaguars coming up. Rams, Ravens, Raiders, Steelers, Jets. I think they could maybe pick up one win maybe against the Jets, against the Jaguars. Who knows? Maybe even the Rams. The Rams have faltered so much. I've already been crapping on them enough. I think the Bengals will pick up at least maybe one win. So I think with the first pick, I think it's going to be the Miami Dolphins. They're definitely going to take Tua. Secondly, I think Bengals finish second, get the second pick. Third, Redskins. I think the Redskins can pick up one more win. They already picked up one against the Dolphins. But I think Redskins, new coaching, new coach, interim coach, he brings a different perspective usually. So I think usually when he brings a different perspective, you pick up a couple wins, I think he will. So I think they finish with the third pick. So now let's talk who realistically Dolphins could uh, target. Chase Young, defensive end. He's having a monster season for Ohio State. He looks better than both Nick Bosa and Joey Bosa there, although he doesn't have as good as a run defense as Nick and Joey Bosa had. I think he can work on it. I think he's a better pass rusher than they both were. They could target Jerry Judy, wide receiver Alabama, one of the best receivers I've ever seen since scouting for the draft. They could obviously Tua. They've been linked to him since even before the start of the season. They've been linked to wanting to tank for him, hence the hashtag tank for Tua they could go Justin Herbert from Oregon if they think he's a better quarterback now than Tua. I think those are the main four uh four prospects that they only look at. Really. I don't think they're going to look at an offensive lineman at number 1 when I mean, you have all those other talented players that I just mentioned. Then you have the Bengals at 2. Bengals at 2. I think realistically they AJ Green, you could get you could move on from him. You need another weapon out there. You could go Jerry Judy, wide receiver, Alabama. You need offensive line help. Maybe an Andrew Thomas. I still don't see an offensive lineman going at second with this talent. Chase Young, an edge rusher. They could they could bring in another edge rusher. Who knows? Their team kind of a mess right now. They need some young stars. But realistically, I already talked. Andy Dalton, they got to move on from him. Zach Taylor will be fired if he doesn't bring in a new quarterback by next year. So I think realistically, if Tua's gone, they go Herbert. But watch for Tua or Herbert. Those are, they're realistically probably going to go quarterback no matter what. Third, Redskins. Now here's where the Redskins, they could do a lot. They could bring in another weapon to help. Haskins they could bring in Jerry Judy I think third pick Chase Young still on the board best player available we've seen this with Leonard Williams although I think realistically Chase Young is very better than Leonard Williams was coming out of college but I could see them going offensive line for Andrew Thomas or Tristan Wirfs I think realistically three is around where you could consider an offensive tackle they could also consider one of the best corners I've ever scouted since starting this, Jeffrey Okada, Ohio State. They could go Grant pit safety, move someone around in the safety position to corner. There's a lot they can do here, a lot of movement. We're going to have to wait and see see what they do. I think realistically, how... How I think the draft would go right now is one if the Dolphins have it, Tua. If if the Bengals have the second pick, Justin Herbert, quarterback, Oregon. So the first two picks are quarterbacks. You got teams that are always gonna need quarterbacks, they're always gonna go higher than players. Redskins, if if it's it's always the owner's way or the highway, and the president's way or the highway. So realistically, they're going to want best player available, even if they already did just draft an edge rusher. They might want to get rid of Ioannidis or even find his replacement. So I think realistically, they'd go chase Young in this situation. They'd ignore getting help for Haskins because it's always what they want, never what the coaching staff wants. That's why there's such a disconnect with the Redskins. So realistically, right now, I think it would be Tua, Herbert, Young. Then let's transition to college football. Top five teams that I have right now, I know it's very different for everyone else. People have bias to Ohio State or anywhere else. Right now, my number one team, LSU Tigers. They got a win over Texas, and they got a win over Florida. Two top ten teams at the time they played them, and they beat. They went into Texas and beat them. They won at home against Florida. Two great teams. LSU finally has an offense. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do when they, when they do go and play Alabama. I think it's going to be a close game. Personally, I have LSU beating Alabama. But for right now, I have the Tigers at one just because of what they've done, their resume right now. They've looked phenomenal. New look offense with Joe Barrow and all his deep threats. Looks great. They finally have an offense. Their defense is always locked down. Their best corner right now is a true freshman. He's like a top three corner in the country, and he's only a true freshman. He could be an all-time great for them, if not an all-time great in college football. I know it's early still, but I'm going to put that out there. He could be one of the best players coming into the league in three years. Number two, Ohio State. Justin Fields has looked great. See, I people have Ohio State at one... But I just don't think they played enough. They played Cincinnati who's ranked. They played Indiana, who's who's had a solid season. They really haven't played too too much competition. But when they have when they have played every team, they've crushed them. They crushed Nebraska, who I think's overrated. They've crushed so many teams. I think they're gonna be good. Their offense looks great. Their defense looks great but i'm still interested to see before i bump him up to 1 over lsu who has a great resume i want to see him play some good teams they're going to be playing wisconsin a couple weeks it's going to be interesting to see it might change after that game 3 alabama alabama they played some good teams really haven't it's hard to gauge you got tua people are like oh he's the greatest it's hard to gauge with who they played Right now, I have them at three just because their resume is not the best, and Ohio State has played better than they have, I think, personally. And I think Ohio State's more balanced on defense than they are on defense. Alabama, it's going to be interesting to see once they play Auburn, who lost to Florida but only has one loss. It's going be interesting to see once they play LSU. If they beat LSU, they're automatically one. I'm sorry, because I have LSU at one. If you beat the one, personally for me, you move up. For Clemson, they really haven't played anyone still. ACC a joke this year. Realistically, they almost lost to UNC until UNC went for two. I think it's just, this is perplexing at the team doesn't look the same. Trevor Trevor Lawrence looks horrible this year. I, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't say horrible. He doesn't look like, oh, he might be the best quarterback in the last 10 years to come out of college. He doesn't look like that this year. He looks normal. He looks like a great quarterback, but not like a once in a generation player. Their defense, I know there was a lot of turnover. Their defense could their defense needs to pick it up. They got T. Higgins, they got Travis ATN. They got people on the offense. The offense looks good. What it is, I think, is the defense but some it's also they have to play balance cuz one game the offense will play great defense will play poorly and then another game defense will play poorly offense will play great it's it's just you reverse them every almost every game and then to round out the top 5 i think is Oklahoma they they just beat Texas close game Jalen Hurts looks great CD Lamb looks great their defense is a true underdog story. They look great. Everyone was crapping on Oklahoma's defense last year. Ooh, they let up 60 points. Only They didn't even let up 30 against Texas. Kenneth Mari linebacker, he's, he's, he's a big part of who they are on defense. They look good this year. That's why I have Oklahoma. Oklahoma really hasn't played anyone besides Texas. So once they start playing more people, once they start rolling, they're going to probably move up. But for now, I have Jalen Hurts and Oklahoma at five. What I think, though, I think personally for me, Clemson is going to be the team that may be left out if they lose one game. If Oklahoma loses a game to a bad team, no, I'm sorry, to a good team, they probably won't be left out if they go 11-1. and Alabama, if they lose one game, probably won't be left out. LSU, if they lose one game, probably won't be left out. Ohio State, if they lose one game, depending if it's a, to Wisconsin or someone else, won't be left out. But Clemson, they really don't play anyone else. So if Clemson loses one game, I think they're out. I think, I don't think they make it. Even though they're the defending champs, I think they're just bumped out only because if you look at everyone's resumes one loss to a great team is going to beat that of one loss clemson to a horrible team if we if we look at clemson's schedule let's just look at it real quick let's, I'm sorry let me just pull it up There, the remaining games louisville at louisville 4 and 2 that's a decent game. Louisville could beat them. Uh, versus Boston College, Boston College, they they were ranked last year. Their three-year lost their starting quarterback. Then they have Wofford. They got no, at North Carolina State versus Wake Forest. Wake Forest could be a force to reckon with. They could beat they could beat them, or then at South Carolina. South Carolina did just beat Georgia. Who knows. Now if Clemson loses one of those games, though, I think personally for them, they're out. I think they're out if they lose one game. That's that's the sad part. So they're, they have a lot more pressure on them than I think any other team does right now. All right, that's going to do it for uh, the prospect. We're going to come out with a new episode next week. Stay tuned for topics.